Stop wasting your money and time buying expensive razors. For just a couple bucks a month, DollarShaveClub.com will ship amazing quality razors right to your door. Come on, join the hundreds of thousands of guys who have upgraded to the smarter way to shave. Shave time, shave money. Join now at DollarShaveClub.com slash patch. This podcast is brought to you by Hover. Hover is the best way to buy and manage domain names. In less than five minutes, find your new domain, get it up and running, and start realizing your online idea. It's that easy. Try Hover.com and get 10% off your entire first purchase with the code Hourglass. Surprise, no intro. No Ooh. intro. Sudden start. We're kicking in the doors. Okay, flip. don't do that. A knock kicking and flip. Yeah, no, speaking of kicking <laughs> yeah. doors, <laughs> way to segue right into a topic. God damn it. Yeah. An awful topic. An, An awful, awful topic. topic. We're not amused. We don't think it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's very shitty. It's swatting. So, oh uh, yeah, our a uh, couple of our friends, or actually one guy in a group of our friends, the Creatures, who were guests at every single RTX so far at the convention center, they got swatted. While they were streaming Counter Strike, which is kind of funny, actually, but, but getting <laughs> nope, swatted not sucks. funny. Getting swatted is just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, somebody could have been fucking killed in that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and it's just—I mean, it's it, even though he's okay, like that's traumatizing shit. Like having people—he's literally playing. He's like, "Oh shit, I think I'm getting swatted," and then they're like, "Get on the ground! Get on the fucking ground!" And he's just—he's literally like sitting there, hands up, like. That is so scary. We should probably explain. People don't know what swatting oh. is. Yeah. What, what is it? So if uh, someone calls in a threat against you, usually while you're streaming or playing a game, uh, and then the cops raid you and take over your house, essentially. You got swatted. You got swatted. Ryan, yeah. everybody, by the way. Hey. Thank you. Oh, that's right. We <laughs> oh, introduce hi. everybody? Hi, I'm this Bernie. Is Bernie? Yeah. Meg. And Ryan. This is the thing where we were no talking gus. about something directly right before the camera yeah. started rolling, and we just immediately went into it. That's, so. yeah, that's what happens when you yeah. cut off our intro. There's just no segue. It's just immediately into conversation. <laughs> it's where you just drop in, man. It's without the music. That's all that separates us from the animals. Got to get a running start. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, they did this to one of the creatures. They yeah. showed up at an office building, right? Yeah, it's our office building, and then the um, there's video because it was during the live stream, and the cops, one of the cops' radios uh, spells out their office address. So now everybody has that too. Probably like on the list of concerns, that's somewhere below having an automatic rifle pointed at my fucking head. I get yeah. no, I get that. While I'm on the I ground, get that, but yeah. it's just, oh, it's I don't know. It's just like... salt in the wound. What what do you say on the phone that makes this kind of response necessary. I don't even want to know. Because it happens. This isn't the first time it's happened. It's no, happened to a lot like, of it's, people. It literally has a term now. Yeah. That's how often it happens. Mm-hmm. Any day now, it's going to be in Webster's. But uh, by and the way, we're, and, uh, sadly, we're just introducing more people to it. Yeah. Can we get a sign for our front door out here that just says, by the way, if you happen to be a police officer and someone's called you to this address... It's Swatting probably, is a yeah. thing. We're a company on Here, the internet. Please, please read this just... before. You, can you accept this user agreement before you yeah. bust down the door? By kicking in this door, you accept the terms <laughs> and conditions of Rooster Teeth. Because to be fair, we're in a uh, you know basically a hangar at this point. So I mean, we could have a giant evil blimp in here. I could see them being concerned. When they bust <laughs> in the somebody you tweeted never know. me. Somebody tweeted me and said like, "Well, listen, like the police thought that building was full of terrorists and it's near a school, and just the phrase full of terrorists was just a hilarious." To be to fair, me. they shouldn't have called it Terrorist Incorporated. I mean, that was their first mistake. <laughs> no, it was a mistake. Yeah, uh, uh, headquarters, we got trouble in Terrorist Town. <laughs> you know, when I worked in telecom, uh, and me and Gus and Jeff, we all worked in telecom before this, 
Um, a big part of what we were doing at the time was transitioning the analog telephony network to VOIP, voice over IP protocol, which was a big deal at the time. And now it's like there's a billion products that do that kind of thing. But the, the biggest issue that always came up of why IP telephony will never take off is they couldn't uh, deliver the layer of emergency services that you needed to. That was like how are we can have IP telephony because, you know, if you call from your mobile phone and say, I need an ambulance, they show up at a cell phone tower, you know, in the early days. Oh, uh, yeah. Because the destination, it's like, we didn't know when you, probably for a gamer who's watching this, um, whenever you see your IP address, you're like, I'm not in three cities away, but that's where the hub for your ISP is. And that's why your IP shows sometimes as being from a city uh, that's not your own. Like, I show up in Dallas all the time. Yeah. Um, and so that was always a big issue. But look, I mean, here's, here's the problems we have with it. We have these layers where now people can spoof these things. They send data that they're at a location, and they send it to the creature's office. They have the actual address that comes up and say, what, what would they say in this thing, do you think? I, that's what mystifies me. I mean, yeah. what, what can you say that will just immediately make the police forces drop all reason and go, no, clearly this is a credible threat. Like, this, we have know. to bust this door well, down. Well, we talked, um, Bernie, you and I talked about the guy who's in jail for saying, like, lol, I'm going to shoot up a school. Yeah, and that court, that the case mm-hmm. is coming back in. He's about yeah. to go before the court again. Yeah, so you I, you can say a lot of things that'll get you in trouble on the interwebs. I think is the lesson that we all we not we learn at the end. Let, Meg, let's talk about that for a second. Okay. So here, pretrial begins. This is three hours ago. We're recording this on uh, Wednesday, August twenty seventh. Uh, it's in New Braunfels. Pre-trial for Justin Carter started Tuesday. New Braunfels Carter's is a New Braunfels man who police claim threatened to shoot up a school on Facebook on a Facebook post in 2012. But it was of anyone who's read this, it was a completely sarcastic comic comment related to something that happened in an online video game match where he was being like he was mad and he was rage quitting, mm-hmm. and they said you're going crazy. And I'm paraphrasing here, but he just said, "Oh yeah, I'm so crazy. I'm going to go out and shoot up a school." Somebody in Canada. Reported him for posting that he gets arrested in his hometown and he's on trial. This has been going on for uh, 2012. It's been going on for two years at this point. Two years of this kid's life is wrapped up on something posted on Facebook. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I get it because you don't want to be that person who saw the Facebook post and didn't say anything. Absolutely. But on the other hand, like we've all said dumb shit on the internet. Yeah. I say it on a daily basis. I was talking about this before with the mob mentality, and we just went through this with uh, the the whole Quinn conspiracy that that came up. Mm-hmm. Joey Quinn right. is that like. And we don't think we've talked about this on the patch. We made mm-hmm. a decision that it sounds like all personal things that people do in their lives. I yeah. just – I literally I tweeted that it was nightmare fuel and that's the only way I can think to describe it. It's yeah. just like the whole thing all the way around, just nightmare fuel. Mm-hmm. And, what, and what you have is that uh, – you know, especially in people's personal lives like the Zoe Quinn thing. But just like this guy who did something in public, everybody, especially when we're younger, we all make mistakes, bad mistakes. And some of like, wow, remember when I did that or I almost died or did that? Or I make a, a big something that could have been criminal, like I set a field on fire or something like that. But there's occasionally what happens in the online culture is like somebody be- gets the spotlight for the mob. Mm-hmm. And if like they've done something that probably all of us have done like this kid, Justin Carter, did mm-hmm. where he made a sarcastic comment on Facebook. But it's like, nope, we're going to punish this guy for this. And we're just going to hammer this one person for this mistake that so many people make. And it's like there's no forgiveness. It's just like everyone's moving in one direction. And yeah – he shouldn't make those comments, but you have to have punishments. 
that befit what the actual right. crime yeah. is. Yeah, I mean, and it's what is like the crime. It's like when people were downloading like music illegally at first, and they were like six million dollar lawsuit for mm-hmm. a kid in Virginia, and it's like, well, I get you're trying to make an example, but that's not very fair for the kid you're making an example of. Right? Well, yeah. It's I like, mean, you can't punish everybody through one right, person. Right. You They're can't. trying to deter crime. Well, in this case, though, in, in this, it's a really shitty situation because one, justice can't have a sense of humor. Right. Like they, if all terrorists needed to do to get around it was just put LOL in front of every threat to avoid anybody looking into their activities, then that's a huge loophole. But at the same time, how do you, how do you as an outside party have common sense approaching one of those situations? It's just a terrible situation. I don't know that there's a good way out of it. See, I would say the same thing, too. How do you deflect a call that comes in on a 911 emergency services call? How do you deflect that and say, no, nah, this isn't legit? You have to, They have to check out everything, right? Well, I mean, yeah, like, again, lest you be that person who I remember there was a 911 caller who picked up and it was a kid. And he was like, my mom's choking. And they were like, stop playing on 911. And then his mom choked to death. And it was like that 911 caller tried to make a judgment call and was totally wrong. Mm-hmm. It's like. I get that they're trying to be overly cautious, but I don't know. Well, here's the thing, though. That being said, you're talking about, you know, with the creatures, that was a, he was in a business park, right? Right. So you couldn't take five seconds and just Google the address and figure out who owned it? But shit goes wrong in a business park. It there's, does. I mean, a lot of times if there's mass shootings, they happen in public places like schools or businesses, right? It's true. Disgruntled people show up. So it's like, you know, what else would necessitate a SWAT team coming out? Well, I mean, no. again, they, they went to... What they would have arrived to would they showed up on scene, nobody's running around and screaming, everything's quiet. And yeah. it had to have been a quiet threat, like not someone shooting down the place. It's like there's a guy in there with a bomb. I mean, yeah. otherwise they would have seen things going I don't know. On. I don't know what they called in, but when they open the door and see that he's literally just at a counter, like a desk with a counter star thing and his hands are up, like, I still don't get the escalation of force that was there. Like, I still mm-hmm. don't understand, like, the, like, screaming and yelling. And I understand they have adrenaline and things like well, that. Well, no, they have to have control of the situation. It's just, I, and I get him having to get down and get handcuffed. Totally get it. It's just like, I feel like if I busted in and if I were in a SWAT uniform, I'd be like, oh, the kid's playing Counter-Strike. Something has gone awry. Someone has lied to us. <laughs> you would not make the SWAT team. <laughs> If Excuse like, if, me? If, if you go in with the automatic rifle, you're like, oh, sorry. <laughs> that's not part of the training. I mean, it's like a lot of times we see videos of police officers online and they're yelling and they seem to be escalating the force mm-hmm. yeah. uh, of or the, the situation. That's intentional. That's I get a, that's it. a deliberate mm-hmm. effort they're making to have authority in any situation. Right. Like they're screaming deliberately, get on the ground, very clear instructions yelled very forcefully because people just react to that and they do it. That's true. We did talk about that um, with Ferguson a lot. We, mm-hmm. we saw a lot of like police officers and military personnel talking about how they escalate force and the things that they do. Um, I get that. I guess I, I wouldn't be on the SWAT team because I'd kick in a door and be like, oh, counter-strike, excuse me. Well, I mean, I've actually... No, it sucks. I mean, it's, it's five mm-hmm. guys pitting down one dude with automatic rifles. Yeah. It's just, you know... It's crazy. It's, it's awful. I Admittedly, I, I have once been on the business end of a police raid. <laughs> Really? Oh my gosh! Please share this story. Nothing video game related. Uh, me and some, and this was it was dumb, but uh, some friends of I, some friends of mine and I, when I back when I was living in Orlando, uh, used to play with airsoft guns, and we'd gotten a couple new ones, and we were in the you know kind of the middle area of his apartment complex, just you know shooting each other with them and playing ah. around. Yeah, which I can see from across the way, people got the wrong idea. Uh, and so we, you know, had finished doing it. We, you know, we noticed people were starting to get uncomfortable. So we went inside. And, you know, we weren't doing anything really that bad. Uh, and a while later, somebody looks out the window and notices there's a couple of police cars kind of pulling up outside. And we kind of put two and two together that maybe things were about to go bad and put all the gun, the airsoft guns in the back room. 
Uh, and they'll the, never find them there. Yeah. Well, no, we were trying to hide them. We just didn't want them to be in plain <laughs> sight oh, when they true. busted you don't down get the shot door. In the face. Exactly. <laughs> an airsoft gun. And the way it happened to work was, I was coming down, back down the hall from putting those away, and the front door was straight in front of me when they opened the door. They knocked. We opened the door, and on either side of the door was three guns. <gasps> you know, they were just like leaning to the side, pointing down. So I'm staring down all six oh, of these weapons. Gosh. Uh, have you ever see? Have you ever had a gun pointed at you at any other point in your life? No, that was it. So the only time you've ever had a gun pointed at you in your life was from a police officer. From the police officers. Yeah, that's an interesting thing to have to say. It's like I have had guns pointed at me uh-huh. twice in my life. One was from a police officer. Did you get mugged? I threw an egg at a police officer. <laughs> I totally may have deserved it. When I was oh, in high I meant school. the other one. No, the other one was I was, I was at a party and a guy had a uh-huh. gun. He was trying to sleep in the middle of the party and people were kind of giving him shit. I gave him a little shit and then he pulled out a gun and pointed at us all. So we're like. Go ahead and go back. He to sleep. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. here's the thing. Though. Okay, so they've received a, a threat that there are people playing with guns. Yeah. They show up at this place. That they seems open the reasonable. door. None of us are handcuffed. Wow. No, no, yeah, no, no. So they they open the door. They realize it's like five of us. They did a meeting. Yes, those people do make the SWAT team. Well, they are human. They can yes, make an assessment. Yes, yes, here, yes. here's the best part though. They come in. So they you know they kind of look around the room. They come in. Then everybody. T- Told to put their hands up as they just kind of survey the scene. They see a thing of uh, BBs, of yeah. air rifle, uh, airsoft gun BBs on the table, and go, "God damn it! Where are they? Where are the? Where are they? Where are the airsoft guns? Right? Like they're back there." I start to like put my hands down to go get them. Like, no, 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 but no. Okay. <laughs> we'll go get them, sir. We'll go get the firearms. I feel like I've only ever been on the the side of them assuming. Like, I, I was a I was a Black Widow. Uh, actually, I think it was in Faye Valentine. Doesn't matter. I was in a cosplay costume that had a Glock, and I and it's a very real. It's a it's a Japanese airsoft gun that is weighted. It looks exactly like a Glock, and I pulled it out of the trunk of a car because I was going into the thing. And a cop was next to me, and he saw me. And I, there's no marking. There's no mm-hmm. nothing to show that this has been inspected. And I'm like, I'm gonna get shot walking into a, an anime convention. And he was just like, Oh, that's cool. Let me see. And like played with it. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Now are like, you dressed as Faye yeah, Valentine? Yeah. Okay. Hopefully that it was kind of the clue. Yeah. That's the thing. you got to take the context clues when you bust down a door well, or see someone with a, a gun. And to bring these back around to like mm-hmm. video games and everything else, I mean, the reason why all this discussion is relevant is also president of Sony's plane yes. was mm-hmm. grounded because somebody well, diverted. Tweeted, somebody tweeted a threat that they thought there were bombs on board the plane. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or explosives, excuse me. It's from Lizard Squad. Be sure to follow them. Uh, <laughs> at American Air. And they even put the little dot so everyone would see it, right? Yes. So they said dot at American Air. We have been receiving reports that Jay Smedley's plane, uh, uh, number 362 from DFW San Antonio, or San, is that San Francisco? It, no, it's uh, um, San Diego. It San Diego. Was, yeah, San, to San Diego. Has explosives on board. Please look into this. I love how common – excuse me, if you get a second, uh, I believe there's a bomb on that plane. If you would just yeah. take a little look-see. <laughs> it's like, can you imagine that? It's like, hey, there's a bomb in that car. Oh, okay. Let me – tweet about that <laughs> it's like who's gonna it's gonna do that why wouldn't you call them i mean i mean it's well like, someone's got to get their favorites somehow you know yes. i mean and, and they clearly the way they structured this it's so everyone could see it okay ryan how do you take that seriously uh, somebody writes that on twitter how do you do that yeah, yeah that's a, that's a stretch even for me and yeah 
I mean, I guess they didn't, well, they diverted his plane, so yeah. he ended up going to Arizona, right? And yeah, so- and they landed, and then they, everybody in the plane was, like, pulled off by um, law enforcement. And he actually tweeted, like, I'm not going to talk about it. The law is going to get these guys, and, like, my plane was diverted. You know, and that's the other thing, too, is that we actually had a discussion before the patch. We're a group that's very much like the Creatures. And we thought, can we talk about this stuff? Or is it like, are we just inviting in ourselves? Mm-hmm. But fuck, you know, fuck, you know, fuck people who do this. At the end of the day, we're talking yeah. about how the police are handling the situation, how the creatures are handling the situation, how you're handling your airsoft rifles. It's like, who's the person who made the deliberate call to do this? Yeah. That's the person who's got the problem. That person's mm-hmm. an asshole. Yeah, at the same time, when this is going on with the president's plane, the president's Sony's plane, the whole network for Sony is yep. taken down from a DDoS attack. Yeah, it's been a crazy week. And then last night, Time Warner was out from like 2 to 8. Yeah. I don't know if you guys, I woke up at 5 and my Ever After on Netflix had stopped. So I had to, <laughs> couldn't restart Which it. Which you in, yeah. <laughs> had to put in Hook the DVD. <laughs> I'm glad you said it first. That's all I'm going to say. actually what happened. I and didn't want to totally bring it up, but damn, I My was nest was messed up. It was a re- it was hard night for me. Oh, did it mess up your nest? Yes. No, that's really interesting. I am to turn off Wi-Fi to control my thermostat. <laughs> God, if we get far enough along with that technology, it'd be really interesting to see if an internet outage affected power usage. Like, all of a sudden, people's AC just, like, shut off. Well, because if Nest can't connect to, like, if the Nest itself can't connect to Nest.com, it'll, uh-huh. it'll come up on my app as, like, offline, and you have to, like, physically walk to the thing to mess with it. Like, you can't. So what does savages? it do? Does it what just, <laughs> is it unable to make decisions anymore? Is I it just, guess It's so. all hot now. Make it all hot. <laughs> no, I'm actually, I'm actually sure it just operates like a normal thermostat. Yeah, no, at that point, it does, but it just—I had to walk to it. Why does it have to go through Nest.com? Why you're on the same router it's, with it, right? It, yes, I imagine you hug you like I miss you and happy. Yeah. I'm still here. You went offline. I didn't—I couldn't tell you what Meg Turney's thermostat was after yeah, so Nest, long. The Nest company is is just like watching in my window, and, and since I couldn't connect to them, they were like, "Fine, to hell with you. You can't use your thermostat." But there've been a lot of like DDoS attacks. Xbox Live was under it was attack down for a while. Yeah. PSN. There were—it's been kind of crazy. Your Nest thermostat. That account is next, by the way. You're going to go home. It's going to be 95 degrees in your house. It's going to be the heat's going to be on on August 28th. Thermostat just got swatted. Yeah. But it's it's like um, and on a very, very, very small scale. It's not even comparable to any of these things. But on Monday, I did a, a, a just a random social experiment. I said, I'm going to tell the podcast audience what I got Gavin for Christmas. And you all know Gavin's account, Twitter account. But let's I'm going to tell you guys because I want you guys to know and just nobody tell them. Instantly, forty-five people told him. Really, I thought about um, asking. In ten seconds, only forty-five. I thought about asking Twitter. Oh, I did ask Twitter if I knew any oil painters, and I thought about saying like, thinking of getting him because he doesn't see anything I tweet. So I thought about saying something like, thinking about getting him an oil painting. Do I have any oil painter friends? Please don't tell him. And I thankfully didn't. I just asked if I had oil painter friends because uh-huh. I'm sure they would have told him. Now they will because now they know. <laughs> oh no, I already did that. Oh, okay. the, picture, the picture of his butt that's hanging above our bed. I already right. got an oil painting. Nice. Thank you. The, uh, ripped underwear yes nice (laughs) was he mortified that you gave that picture to somebody to paint no not at all he was really thrilled has Gavin ever been mortified by anything yes yes all right yeah Gav's more more discreet than he lets on when he tells you a story about pooping his pants and stuff like that usually he wants other people's stories there's some stories those are smoke screens yeah (laughs) some stories that are just for him well hey let's talk about some game stuff yeah yeah yeah. we'll talk some bad stuff for a long time well the just sucked and then uh, Xbox Live went down as well Mm -hmm. and they said that was uh, in response to the PSN going down that somebody actively tried to take down Xbox Live oh was it like a Sony fan this isn't fair Sony's down but not Microsoft it was a Sony fanboy like oh I got one of those too I got a farm let's go It, it is a 
enormous effort mm-hmm. to DDoS a oh, network yeah. of that size. Meg was having problems a couple weeks ago with the PSN. Yeah. I was having problems that same day. Yeah. So I think we had a localized network issue, um, which I thought was interesting because I thought it told us a little bit about the geography of the PSN. And mm-hmm. so like the, it's compartmentalized to different regions of the country, but they took down the whole damn thing. Yeah. Like nobody could get to the PSN. It's insane. It's, yeah. Ugh. But, if, I mean, moving on. But I, I didn't talk to you about that. I had that same problem but you passed. did at the same time. Well, uh, speaking of things on PS4, uh, Last of Us is getting new stuff. Oh, is it really? Yeah. I wasn't aware of that. What two is Last maps, of Us getting? And then there, it's like two modified versions of guns that already exist. They're apparently putting a scope on the semi-automatic weapon and the burst rifle, which I don't know why you would want a scope on that because it's a close-range weapon. But mm-hmm. uh, so you I'm can just, say no scope? Can you, <laughs> now you can definitely be like, yeah, Now you can no scope someone no-scope. from four feet away. Yeah. Yeah. Got you, bitch. <laughs> it's Last of Us. We're like, no food. <laughs> like, there's nothing no left. No bullets. That is, that is the most dismal approach to the apocalypse where everything's kind of still in place, but like you just have like a couple scraps of cloth and a bullet casing left. That's all you Strap got. Like, everything's gone. You got nothing left. Half of a pair of scissors. You're very <laughs> happy. You're really oh, happy. I'm excited for a half a pair. <laughs> yeah, you're super excited solid. about that. So but, as, long uh, as, you, as long as you don't find the kindergarten kind, because that's not good for making anything. Oh, the no. yeah, or the, the fucking left-handed ones. ones. Who wants this? Have you, <laughs> have you been playing with Gavin the Last of Us multiplayer at all? No, he plays with the Achievement Hunter kids. Um, we play. Kids. Excuse me. It's a term of respect. Is it? Uh, yeah, totally. Young at heart. <laughs> that's what she means. No, you guys play uh, Last of Us. We play PT. Oh, so. what do you really? You've been playing the. Teaser uh, over and over? Me, or? We've gotten 20 minutes in, and we've quit three times because we were so scared, so we're pretty proud of ourselves. Listen, I, wanna... I hit eject at the first door shut. Yo! I'm, I'm gone. That was our first time we quit. Yeah. It was the first time she shut the door. Then we are like, okay, whew, took a breath, came back. Then she's standing in the hallway, noped right out of there. You know, it is a really unique gameplay experience when usually in a game you're like, I want to get there. How do I do it? How do you do it? And all your time is spent figuring it out. PT is the one game I've ever played where it's like, I know what to do. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I refuse. To, I refuse. I know I'm supposed to look at this crack in the door, and I'm not going to do it. Exactly. I got to zoom. Something bad in there. It. I can't think of another game where that's been the case. I mean, I've prepped myself for a big boss battle or something like that. But uh, literally, like, I got to psych myself up to do what I know I'm supposed to do. Walking I can Dead tell is probably you, like that. I was going to say, yeah. last night I played the last chapter in season two of The Walking Dead, I, and I, I, I won't got, say any spoilers, no spoilers. no spoilers. There was one decision where I paused it. I literally said out loud to the cat, because the only person who's home with me, I know what I don't want to do, and I don't want to do it. I'm not ready. Okay, I have to do it. And I made myself unpause it, even though I wasn't ready, because it was like I needed it to be as real as possible. Just so. go ahead and finish it off. I do yeah. the same thing. My, when I play uh, The Walking we're talking about the Telltale version of The Walking mm-hmm. Dead. Yes. Um, I don't know what you even call that kind of game. But it's the Walking Dead game. Yeah, but you call oh, it like, what, what type of game, game is it? Um, it's like a choose-your-own-adventure type of game. I would yeah. call it a choose-your-own-adventure, like a, a an interactive narrative. Story yeah. time yeah. with Doom. And I will just – I will make my selections as fast as possible because mm-hmm. I try to make it like – I don't want to think about it and think how this game will work out better if I do X. I just immediately answer as though I was in the conversation. Yeah. I mean do you feel like in the conversation you would immediately choose whether someone lives or dies? Oh, especially in those frantic mm-hmm. situations, yeah. All right, well, because yeah. you have a timer, so it will yeah. like count down to when you can't make the choice anymore. And, and I will say that it's – Oh, I don't think there's a single decision this time. Usually they'll have decisions that are like, some of them are timers and some of them are like, you have infinite time, you're going to go this or that, X or B. There's none of those in this. Every single time it's a super fast timer. Uh-huh. It's like, choose, choose, choose. Reflex, go, it go, go. It is so intense. Yeah. Wow. I, I guess what, that's what I try to do is I just try to go with my gut. 
Right. I don't know why. I feel like no, but it's in the that best game, kind of I should game. do that. Yeah. And actually, the PR um, PR people sent over a note that said, please play this. Um, do or do not do whatever you think your Clementine would do. Mm-hmm. Like, please play this as Do gut. or do not yeah, do? Yeah, you can choose. There are some choices where you can choose to do nothing. And that's uh-huh. usually in conversation, that's kind of a passive choice. But it's a very active choice in this chapter. Interesting. Right, for an action. Yeah, usually. Have you played this at all? No. I, okay. Well, I played the first season, but I haven't played season two yet. About 75-80% of the choices you make are dialogue choices. And almost always in your dialogue choices, it's mm-hmm. just nothing. You just sit there and say nothing. Just, yeah, just yeah. stare at yeah. it. It's a, it's a big choice. the evil eye. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually did that way more with uh, one of the main characters in the first season than I did with Clementine. Yeah. So, yeah. I did that on accident. But I was like the I, I I was distracted by my phone or something and didn't realize the timer was going and looked yeah. up and she was like giving somebody the evil eye. I was like, Oh shit, they wanna give me the evil eye. <laughs> Bill will remember that. that you did that. Yeah. And they also have a new thing too on the menu, which I really think is cool, which is it's the my choices section of the menu, mm-hmm. which shows you your choices versus what everyone else who played the game has done. Oh, you got that at the end. Right? Yeah, you get that now at the end. Now it's ongoing. Okay. Yeah, now it's like a, you can go look at all your choices on the menu because uh, in Walking Dead Season 2, it's Walking Dead. I'm not going to make a spoiler here. Yeah. There's two characters, and you have to make a choice between one living and one dying, basically, or make a choice that leads to that. Um, I chose one character, and I've been playing for uh, you know three more episodes with that character. And then I went back and looked at my choices, and I saw that I'm, like, in the way minority of who I chose. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a 26% or something like that. And I'm thinking, so everyone else is playing a totally different game because this character is really important to my to my game. Yeah. I love going back. Um, I got an early code for the 360 version, so my percentages are always skewed whenever I play um, because it's just me and the other reviewers. But I got one that was, like, me and, like, 16% of players made a choice. Wow. And I love when I get, like, a super minority choice. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, you I'm like, so different. You like getting exclusive content, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, can, I, can I ask you a question? Well, so, hold on a second. Let me read this okay, one. Sorry. Right. sorry. I'll I don't mean to, to cut it. you off. No, we'll I'll come right back, back to it. Okay. Is there anything worse than buying razors? I ask you. (laughs) Okay. No? Okay. You got to remember that you need them in the first place. I never do. Uh, You got to sit in traffic to the store, which sucks because we live in Austin. And uh, you got to find that locked plastic fortress they keep them in and then find that one guy with the key who's not paid very well. Uh, And he's in the back texting his girlfriend or, you know, something else you don't want to talk about. Hmm. Uh, after all, that's going to set you back 25 bucks. Never do it again. Join dollarshaveclub.com for just a few bucks a month. Dollarshaveclub.com delivers the world's best razors right to your door. Dollarshaveclub.com is so much smarter than going to the store. Their plans start at just three bucks a month, and signing up takes just two minutes. Then sit back and let the blades arrive like clockwork. Their razors are better than the big shave companies for a fraction of the price. You can shave with a fresh blade every week. No membership fee, no commitment, and they have a money-back guarantee. You have nothing to lose by trying them out, so stop trudging to the store for overpriced ragers. Oh, ragers? Ragers. Overpriced ragers like Michael. Join Dover, Dover. Join dollarshaveclub.com slash patch. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash patch. Ryan, we're, uh, there's a pink slip here for that last read. Thank you. No, I'm going uh, to turn the iPad over. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so you were going to say, sorry. Uh, what was I talking about? What Walking were we talking about? Dead. Walking, Walking dead. dead. Choices. Choices. It's and I had a super minority. Oh, I was wondering, do these kind of games which are so the, – the actual storyline is so dependent on our individual choices. Uh, Walking Dead is one and Mass Effect is the other series that I can think of like that where – Little choices you make over a long period of time have a huge impact. Does that affect the kind of word of mouth marketing? Because like people actively don't talk about these games. It's a little different. I mean, do you think that Telltale is in a way hurt by the fact that I can't sit down and talk with you about like Walking Dead? Mainly because also it's like mm. 
that interactivity and those choices become so important that it also like really heightens the spoiler aspect of those games in particular. It does, but I think at the same time, you're encouraged to talk to other people, especially in season two, because season one was like, I made this choice, I made this choice, same thing happened. But in season two, it's so different. It's kind of like, ooh, I shot that guy. Did you shoot that guy? Ooh, you didn't? What happened? And then what? Like, you don't get to see it. You get so to twice like, the experience yeah. without having to play through it again. Exactly. For those of you that managed to keep your save data, unlike Gus. Gus has had to replay it the one that's <laughs> really? like three times now. Yeah. yeah. I lost my Mass Effect 2 to, to 3 save. That was a fucking nightmare for me. <laughs> that was awful. For those games, they have to have tools, and which Mass Effect eventually did, where you can remake those choices and build a save file based on the choices you know you made. You know, they really have mm. to have that. Or also like, or like a quick choice thing, like yeah. this, that, this, that, this, that. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, like say, you know, uh, Ultima games had that. For the character generation, the Ultima uh, series had, for a lot of the games, a gypsy wagon, which you would go in and have a tarot reading. And the way you responded to those choices for the tarot mm-hmm. reading then built your character. And you didn't know that was oh. taking place, but that's how you did it. And then you, when you went in the world, your character had a certain class, and it was completely based on the choices you made in there. Interesting. And I it was think the Morrowind that, se- uh, series had a very similar mechanic you could choose to use. You didn't have to do it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It would just ask you a series of questions like, how would you respond to this? Right. Uh, Fallout did it too, right? That Fallout sounds 3? like an yeah. application. Fallout's another great example. Fallout did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it would build a character, and I think then after the fact, you'd go in and modify it. It never right. got me right. No, really? Mm-mm. Maybe yeah. it's a real you that you don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I've been denying my inner player. <laughs> Maybe you don't know. <laughs> Wait, do you mean that, like, you're in a player? <laughs> no, I think far nerdier than okay. that. Yeah. Right. yeah. Can you say, so can you say mean... that again? Only really nerdy. Uh, denied my inner player. Yes. Oh, yes, there that it would is. Be, that's what's living in here. I still want to believe that's the same thing, though, like, hello, lady. <laughs> <laughs> my inner player. One. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that is. I think the guy who says play like that isn't sitting down to Fallout Three. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's hit some of these other news topics. Yeah, please. Yes. Uh, Firaxis is having their own convention, but no Minecon. No Minecon this year. They're going to have it early next year. Minecon. Minecon. Mine oh, she's saying, she's saying Civilization is having. Fir- well, the maker of Civilization. So Firaxis, so it's like XCOM, Civilization, other titles like that. There, Firaxis is going to have its whole own con. Apparently, yes. But Mojang is now holding Minecon separately. Right. Topic. Yes. Minecon's not being held this Thing, year. Like minus one convention, plus one convention. Yeah, you just trade one. Yeah, the same thing, right? The people that play Civilization for the people that play Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, XCOM has a, a, a new tabletop game. It does. That yes. makes sense. That totally makes sense to me. So It seems like you're playing a tabletop game when you play uh, XCOM as it is. I feel like, at least. So they'll have a place. That's like one of the... the Saddest places in a convention is like the tables for tabletop yeah. gaming, but now it's going to be awesome. At you this get exploding with you XCOM are gonna players. Get some very angry emails. You, are, that yeah. you said that. I mean, like nobody play. I don't mean like I feel like those people are sad. I, I, think I your meant like nobody has just caught fire. Actually, <laughs> uh, you well, didn't no, get what I was saying. It seems like really late in the season. Or re- re- <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> we'll just move on. We'll, we'll pretend it didn't happen, and it was nice knowing you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's always funny though too. It Damn is. It. it is like hall. Z, where they put uh-huh. the tabletop yeah, group. Yeah, like they're, it's, I'm, I wasn't saying anything about the people who are playing at those tables. I'm saying where those tables, they're always in the corner. There's like right. a light burned out above them. <laughs> it's also the point. They it, like the ambiance of the dark. Except for at PAX. PAX Prime, they're in the middle between the two big halls. Right. And there's, everybody's playing Munchkin, which it I was, love. When they used to have the Maidenbauer Center, PAX, by the way, we're about ready to go there. Yes. Yeah, we're, you're going to Canadian. I'm going to Fan Expo. Fan Expo, but I'm mm-hmm. going to uh, PAX. In fact, Gus would be here today, but he's already uh, up in Seattle going to PAX. 
packs. Uh, there's about five Wits of us that are packs, going. Wits really. Yeah, he's on this. He's already there right now. <laughs> Let's conjugate. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Grammar humor. When, when, yeah. They had, when they had the uh, well, packs yeah. at the Maidenbauer Center, which was the first three packs, I think, um, it was like this really cool setup where you could look down through all the levels to like an atrium lobby at the bottom. It wasn't actually the first floor, but below that, and naturally they had a tabletop, so you could oh, see all that stuff. Cool. And all I could think was, it's so tempting to just like drop a coke down there. <laughs> oh, oh, that's not what I was thinking. I was like, oh, it's so tempting to be like, he has the boots of protection, everyone. He has the, the sandals of protection from Munchkin. You think anybody out? ever like decided they need? You really want to coke people? They needed extra power and ran all the way to the top level to roll the dice. Just throw it all the way down? Down all the escalators and everything? Just go straight through the table. I never personally witnessed that. No. <laughs> but yeah, no, Phyraxis Con is going to be in September. It's 40 bucks a pri- uh, ticket, and it's in Cockeysville. Cockeysville? Cockeysville, Maryland. Oh, yeah, I was waiting for the second part of that. I'm like, I don't know where. Cockeysville needs no state. Yeah, excuse me. <laughs> Cockeysville sounds like the first city you establish in every game of civilization. <laughs> and then their sister city, Butt Town. And Cocktopia. Yeah. Cockeysville. Sorry for everyone who's listening from Cockeysville. You can, uh, yeah, I apologize. You'd apparently be yeah, sworn. Your profiles are going to be on fire. <laughs> Cockeysville, Maryland. The population is 20,000 people. All of them working at Firex. I like that I guess. it looks like a hand like this, by the way. This is what Cockeysville looks like on a map. Cockeysville. It's like a little hand that's ready to pinch your Cockeysville. Oh. <laughs> if you go, I hate to say this, I, I I think it's great they chose a small town. Maybe it's somewhere related to where their studio is. Maybe they have a business there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, uh... But it's not a studio. It's the publisher. Is it publisher slash developer for Axis? They self-publish? Or they publish you 2K for a lot of their games? Developer. Yeah, so developers for Axis and the, and the publisher's 2K. But I love that Cockeysville is such a small town. If you go to Wikipedia and look them up, it's Cockeysville, Maryland. The picture of the city is a dude who took a picture out of the window <laughs> of a plane. <laughs> it's like a guy who was like snapping his photo like from Instagram. Yep, there it is. There's oh. not even an aerial photo of the city. That is owned by the city council. <laughs> this is it's what got they like got. A filter on it already. <laughs> Apparently, you'll get a tour of the Firaxis offices. So yes, oh, so it they must be there. Must be there. Okay. And unique Firaxicon swag. Someone's gonna blow me up for not saying this name right. Firaxicon. Firax. Firaxicon. They should have sh- shortened it and called Furry Fest. <laughs> I think that would have attracted a very strangely yes, different crowd. <laughs> uh, well, I thought it was interesting. It'll be curious to see how they approach a convention because. Their approach to announcing Civilization After Earth at PAX Boston this year was really unique, where they had a panel. They said, oh, we're coming out with a new Civilization game. Everybody was like, oh, it's crazy. They showed the trailer. They said, it comes out this fall. And then they left. There was no like PR events afterwards. They were just like, drop the mic, get the fuck out. And I thought that was a really unique way to, to launch. I mean, that's a beloved franchise. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite franchises of all time. Here's a new edition of the game. A spiritual successor to Alpha Centauri, probably. And they were like, yeah, it's coming out. We'll they see make you. you want it? Yeah. Do they make you want it, Bernie? They make you want it. You want it, it now, yeah. don't you? You want it. <laughs> you want to look it up, don't you? And at E3, they had some like uh, walkthrough demos of it. Uh-huh. And that's, that's there's a couple so things far up. all I've seen from the game. There's a couple trailers up now on the Steam page for it. Uh-huh. And it, it hasn't tickled me yet. It's different. I want it, it to catch me. me. It's different. I mean, I was impressed by your siege worms, but mm, yeah. how do they work for me? <laughs> uh, and yeah, apparently this thing is only from September. Tw- according to this, is from September 27th at 10 a.m. until September 28th at 10 a.m. Oh, it ends like a 24 at 10 a.m. Sweet civilization game <laughs> in Cockeysville, Maryland. Why 24 would you end hours it in the morning. What is that? The, the sweet spot for content is right there between eight and ten. It's like ah, you guys go home now. 
We're done with you. Closing what, what, ceremony when is it at 9.30. It's from 10 a.m. on the 27th until 10 a.m. on the 28th. That seems like somebody made like a really ambitious party invite on Facebook, <laughs> and they just didn't change the time. They're like, yeah, it's going to go all day, baby. <laughs> it auto-filled in for them. <laughs> uh, my guess it would probably be then like just, it's a 24-hour event and build that way, and it's also a live stream as well. Like it's like a 24-hour event, mm-hmm. you know, it's which is not a bad way to run your first con. I think it's interesting these developer-based cons started with – I think the first one was – well, QuakeCon, I guess, going back all the way to id. But then BlizzCon, and then COD had a couple of events. Um, I, I refuse to say COD, by the way. I'm not saying COD for COD? Call of Duty. Oh, okay. People say COD. You shouldn't say COD. No, people do. They people do. say COD. They do. People yes, say do. COD all the time. Someone yeah. should slap them with a fish. I say COD. Your profile's going to be on fire. <laughs> I can't, can't hack it. Also, uh, I got a text message, so... Uh, just... I'm pretty sure people... Ah! No! <laughs> Gavin, ah! you bastard! Got you all the way from the UK. <laughs> Can I have it back? Because I'm not done with it. Okay, Thank sure. You. Also, it was a water bottle. Yeah, that was totally I, I was cheating. Looking, I was looking around for a, a plushie, and I'm like, you should have texted you, me before this started. He waited for this moment. He God, literally just lazy, now texted me. Lazy. Should I not allow phones any longer when Gavin's not here. But I, I don't think that Minecon not being this year and being announced this year, I don't think see that as a big departure. I don't think developers need to have a con every single year. You know, well, I mean, that's one of those things where people just get used to it's basically it's like serialized content. I mean, if you had a show that only puts out an episode every now and then, it's harder to sell it. Yeah, I guess so. But Mojang is a company mm-hmm. that makes, you know, one of the biggest games, if not the biggest game of all time. And it's had huge legs. Five years. The game's been out there. A huge phenomenon. At some point, they either with Minecon based around this one property, they're either going to have to say this game isn't popular enough. Let's just stop the con mm-hmm. or get into a pattern where they have. Like on a longevity, long tail thing where they have the, the con on an intermittent basis, I would think. I don't think Minecraft is anywhere near that point yet. But, uh, yeah, but they would have to do that at some point, right? I guess to be fair, at this point, Minecraft is so in the vernacular that they don't really have to try that hard to get attention. They can just say, oh, we're having it next month and people will still come. Yeah, right. I think um, – and a lot of people – we did a story on it on The Know. And a lot of people were saying in the comments that the original Minecon was very awkward. I, I didn't see anything from it, so I don't know why it was awkward. But what a lot mean? of people said they thought like that the Like DashCon awkward? No. Uh, no, I think that it was like the attendees were very young. I, I just well, was I gathering so, from the comments. I don't know why feel like this with minecraft a lot of times a lot of people get surprised when they see in person the demographic for a group of people that likes things you know what i mean it's like it's but then again it's like anything on the internet the longer something's on the internet the younger the fan base becomes because yeah. young people have time to be online that's i right. mean especially yeah. when conventions are planned during summer and holiday seasons i mean that's who's available and wants to travel at that point in time college students are probably like digging into their pockets to go to paris right to go to minecon right. you know what i mean but parents with kids will definitely do that kind of thing yeah it's true. Pack. It is true. Thank you very much. Pack segue? Oh, yeah. Do you want to talk about packs? Yay. There was also the super awkward thing with uh, uh, Yogg's cast and oh. Mojang in the first Minecon. Oh. Where Yogg's cast took the mic and it has changed a lot over time over what was said. You know, the interpretation of what was said. But the initial interpretation of what Yogg's cast said in their panel was, we're the entire reason that Minecraft is a thing. Oh. And that, that we should get credit for that and all that. That was – and then Notch actually fired back on, on Twitter – and they went back and forth for a while, and that was a really awful thing. And I think they got it all worked out. Like, the Yogscast guys thought they were completely misinterpreted in what they said. Uh, and that eventually it all did kind of even out. Mm-hmm. But that was that would be another reason why the first Minecon may have been described as awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little. A little bit. But I can see how that one event would really put off the rest of the convention. You have someone stand up on stage at your convention and say, you're welcome. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you're at a con, there is an opinion, too, of like – or there's an – 
uh, a feeling of how the con is being represented outside of the con. Like you'll be at a mm-hmm. con, you're like as a San Diego Comic Con, you'll be there, and it's like, yeah, and this like the people got run over by the car yesterday. And you're like, what are you talking about? You're like, you're there at Comic Con, you have no clue yeah. about the zombie walk incident, but it's the big story from everybody outside looking in. Yeah, that's and exactly you become aware what of that. happened because I was at Comic Con, hadn't heard about it, and you and Ashley were like, oh yeah, did you hear about that dude who got hit by a car? I'm like, what dude? I didn't hear about that. <laughs> nope. Yeah. yeah, it happened the year before, too. Stay away from cars at Comic-Con, everyone. Or anywhere, really, yeah. if you're not in one. Stay away from Comic-Con. Stay away from Comic-Con. I mean, that is, it's too many people in one place. It's, it's what, 300 just, It's No, it's 130,000 yeah. is where it caps out mm-hmm. at. And they just announced something about the renovations for the co- the convention center that were proposed are not going to happen. So they will never be able to move the attendance cap up. It will only ever be 130,000. That sounds like 000. a good thing, honestly. As long as it's in San Diego, at least. Yeah. That's just too many. Yeah, as you said, that's too many that's, people to well, service. Well, they were talking about 300,000 for um, yeah, Gamescom. For Gamescom. Gamescom, that mm-hmm. was it. And then Comic or Comet, uh, the Japanese mm-hmm. convention, had 500,000. That's like half the country. It's insane. I, 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 I might be wrong in the number, but I know it was something ridiculous. Gus always wants to go to Comcat, you know, as a joke. Uh-huh. And then Ruby was actually there this year. Yeah. That's a joke. Our oh, Japanese. Oh, uh, wouldn't and, it be funny if you sent me to Japan? Right, exactly. <laughs> I did that same song and dance for TGS to no avail. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. That's all through, huh? Sorry to hear that. <laughs> you laughed at me the whole time, and I was like, I'm going to make it happen. No, I just laugh. I just laugh at Alan about stuff like that. That's all. So, Well, there was another interesting piece of news I thought that came up on the, the Daily Dot, uh, that adult women are now the largest demographic in gaming. I love this. 36%. Of w- it's women over the age of 18 mm-hmm. are 36% of the gaming industry now. That's right. When that does include uh, mobile gaming, right? Yes, yeah. I believe it does. Yes, and it says something I so. like, I, I just got to skim the article because I was like, oh, this is a cool story. Mm-hmm. I'm sad I missed it when um, when, it, when it hit the, the web the other day. But um, I, they were like, uh, fellas, Angry Birds has only been out for five years. I think it's in the last paragraph. Something uh-huh. about Angry Birds having only been out for five years, so don't say the girls are just casuals playing their, their iPhone games. Yeah, sorry male gamers of Reddit and 4chan, but but Angry Birds only came out five years ago unless you want to try and argue that women have been just been playing Bejeweled for the last 13 years. The math just doesn't add up. Can we just talk about this how good Be- from Bejeweled is, though? Oh, oh, good lord. So, yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> There's some games that, that like that and Hexic, like games that just like... I, I, Geometry Wars. There's games like uh, every, other people play and love, and I'm like, what are you fucking doing? I just I can't mm-hmm. stand it. Can I tell you that when I when I read that uh, article and that headline, I, I'm still skeptical. I don't. Uh, it might be my knee jerk dude gamer reaction, mm. but I'm like, for some reason, I don't. I, it's like numbers don't really paint the actual picture. Do you see gaming as a primarily female pursuit? See, I do because World of Warcraft for me is my mom and my grandmother and my sister-in-law and my brother. So of our group, only one male plays with us. Mm-hmm. So it's an almost exclusively female game for me whenever I play. Yeah. And and they play at such a high level that I am very like, man, that guy's following me. I was like, I got him. Like, it's, it's, and <laughs> yeah. you know, they're not the only women who play. So for me, I do see it as a like a female-dominated thing. I don't know if I would call it dominated in the jobs or the people who represent the industry, but I do think in the people who consume the content, I would say that I see as females being either equal or dominant. Well, and here's what I wonder. So I'm in my 30s. Uh, and I wonder if it's just a generational thing. Like, yeah. a lot of the girls that I knew going through college were not into gaming. People in their 20s may have a totally different experience with that. And that's why maybe my perception usually is that it feels like there would be more guys. But that's because that's what I went to school with. That's the broadest number of people I encountered. The 
girls in gaming were probably still a minority. And it was a while ago, too. Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah. Which, I mean, a lot has changed in, I mean, people in college now is a decade later. I'm sure it's probably much more weighted towards Meg's experience. And it's also fair to say, I think, that certain genres of games attract certain genders. Mm -hmm. And that, like, you know, Call of Duty, probably male-dominated, like shooters, first-person shooters, and things like that. And as a guy, I, even though I don't, like, actively try to fall in those buckets, I probably just do naturally. And so I immerse myself in gaming environments where it's mostly dudes, probably. And, like, I never, I never played video games with my mom. But everybody on Xbox Live apparently has played with my mom. <laughs> that's, that's what they tell me. They know her intimately. Yes. But, uh, yeah, so I never had that, I never had that experience. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, it's like, it's like I said, it might be a knee-jerk reaction on my part, but even or when I hear that, read that title, I'm, I'm still skeptical. But the data backs it up. I'd be really interested to see a more specific breakdown in age ranges. I mean, right now it's just the bucket of 18 over. So, I mean, right. where does that fall in terms of people yeah, as they get in, like, decade buckets? Yeah, I would say probably, if I were just going to guess, it would spike between 18 and 24, maybe mm-hmm. even just above that. Because when I went to college, uh, Mario Kart was with all the girls on my floor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's... I think that I was of the generation where video games had just become part of the mainstream, and my older brothers were playing it, and that's why I was playing it as a kid. But when I started to get older, everybody was playing. Everybody had a Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Everybody had a PlayStation. So yeah. it was, I think my generation is a little bit more girls are not like, oh, what is this thing? We're like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> that's well, kind of mine. It. My generation. I can tell you that from another industry that's very close to the video game industry is uh, when we were making the rounds with the Immersion television show, we went and talked to a number of different television networks. And we learned quickly, uh, but when we would go into networks, networks that very specifically you think would like the fact that Rooster Teeth has a demographically heavy male audience, especially for some of our uh, live action and video game related content, which immersion falls in that category. Um, they would ask us to say, well, you guys probably have a, a big male audience, right? And I said, yeah, we're, we're predominantly male, but we do have a lot of females go over the demogra- demographics with them. Three different networks said this, and these are networks that you'd be very surprised to hear from. They say, yeah, we're not really looking for young male content. That's not what we're looking for. I mean, these were networks that were like networks for men, literally. <laughs> um, and we said, well, what are you, what are you looking for? Said, yeah, we're looking for content appeals to women over 40 because that's who watches TV now. It was yeah. like, they weren't even trying to get the audience back that they had lost. They, they had lost that audience to the online entertainment already. And they were just like washing their hands, cutting their losses for that. I think they're trying to tell you that men are easy to service. <laughs> we already knew that. Uh, hang on, I'm going to read this real quick. Uh, when you have a great idea and you want to secure a domain name for it, you want something catchy and memorable yeah. to represent your online identity. Hover gives you exactly what you need to get the job done. You'll find the perfect domain for your idea so you can get started, work on it, and move on into the next thing on your to-do list. Hover gives you easy-to-use, powerful tools to manage your domain so that anyone can do it. Meg, put down the phone. It's dangerous when you use that. You can get the perfect domain <laughs> ma- domain name. Oh, no. Okay, that wasn't too bad. And start building your web presence right away to take control of what people find when they when they search for you or your business online. Try Hover and get 10% off your first, first purchase by typing in the promo code HOURGLASS. I like, this is like a, like a little sexy wave now. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Until September 1st, 2014, all of the new domain extensions are sexy. on sale. Summer is the perfect time to start a new project, so we wanted to give you some encouragement. Got a week left. Every single new domain is deeply discounted, deeply discounted. <laughs> so you can choose whatever you want. Head, head over to hover.com to see a full list of new domains. There are hundreds of new options and lots of great domain names still available. Try Hover and get 10% off your first purchase by typing in the promo code HOURGLASS.
You know, I think we're going to see a huge uh, surge in people getting .com names just because you're going to need a central location just to manage all of your social media profiles. Your own personality, yeah. It is the number one thing I see on, like, any kind of homepage now, and including corporate things, is that, like, all the different social media places where they can be found. Like, and it's... it's we were talking about this... Um, actually, it was a pre-recorded version of the podcast we did today um, for PAX, but... We were talking about how when a social media network comes up, I'm just like, do I have to participate in this? Is this going to be a thing? <laughs> and there's some I skip. Like I actively skipped for gaming. I skipped Raptor. I remember people started having yeah. Raptor profiles and they were, their Twitter accounts would update with like, oh, I'm killing homies. Um, yeah, and- it'd always be like something catchy like getting achievements in. Yeah. Like the game title, Raptor. Yeah, I have to admit that Ashley actually had one that would update. And I, finally, <laughs> I finally texted her one time ago, hey, you got to turn off these Raptor notifications. I don't Seriously, know if you, you got to cut me. that off. That they're going I didn't out. approve that shit. <laughs> we, got, we all have a reputation to uphold. <laughs> but yeah, but it's like you get these social media networks. It's like, it's like, and I never did Instagram, for instance. And I'm, oh. I'm very happy that I never really? had to maintain Instagram. Yeah. I've never gotten into Instagram for like comments or like messaging people. I literally just post a photo. It auto-populates to my Twitter and I use it for filters. I'm like, ah, oh, I look a little off in this photo. Filter, look great. It'll get my Twitter. <laughs> that is Instagram for me. People that, are like, why don't you update more your Instagram more? It's like, well, I looked good in photos lately, so I don't need a filter. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. I can just go straight to Twitter. Satisfied now. with yeah. current content. No update necessary. Apparently those filters are worth about two billion dollars. So that's a good thing. Well speaking of large purchases on the internet, Twitch. Yeah. That, got Amazon. Yeah, what was what was Instagram bought by by Facebook? Was it two billion or was it one billion? Oh, was who bought by whom? Instagram was purchased by Facebook. Oh, back in the uh, day. I want to say that I don't know. one billion. But they got uh, Amazon got wrong. Amazon got Twitch for nine hundred and seventy million. Nine hundred seventy million dollars yeah. in cash, which is a very relevant thing. Um, which means they it, were so they showed up with briefcases. No, it can mean a lot of different things. It just basically means what it, bank it's do you implied. Go to? And Amazon is publicly traded, so this will actually be able to be seen. Like you, mm-hmm. you a purchase of this magnitude, you'll see the breakdown. Like, and mm-hmm. I, you know, people will, you know, report on that. Like for what they got exactly in buying Twitch, like it should be it ten depends. million for computer desks. The, the SEC will require like what the assets were, what was paid, how much was stock, and things like that. And Amazon's I a public company. I believe it was. <clears throat> I want to say I heard someone say it was cash. Like it wasn't like they actually bought it for that. I don't. Does that include stocks? I don't. It just it usually it, you say it's cash. It's kind of a generic term, and it, they did announce that they were. Uh, I'm just trying picturing to dig my that way scene from the Dark Knight when there's a guy in. sitting on top of the giant pile of candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that is here's Twitch. Yeah, no, it's uh, it could mean it could Sorry mean cash meaning a, a big wire transfer to a lot of different people, or it could mean yeah, combination. Usually when they mean cash, they mean they were paid up front. Ah, and there's okay. no there's no. Uh, oh, they didn't process for like an earn out Oh, it's afterwards. not like a mortgage type thing. <laughs> well, a lot of times with these I acquisitions, ju- I they'll feel be. Dumb. I'm no, no. Really no, I don't know either. Yeah. <laughs> they'll be like a purchase price, and then there's an earn out period afterwards where they have certain mm-hmm. goals, like based on their growth and stuff like that. Very typical thing that happens in these kinds of acquisitions. Uh, and in this particular case, it could be just like, hey, we think your platform's worth X. You oh. guys are great. It might even mean that, like, um, if they were paid all that stuff up front, that the people at uh, Twitch might just be gone. That's the big thing is that they might they might just say, well, we built this company. We're off to do our next thing. Here it is, Amazon. Take it and go run with it. That could be the case. I'm not saying that's the case. Yeah. We won't know until that, – that you might never know what the contracts of an individual are. Well, mm-hmm. they did say that they're keeping the same staff, same building, same everything. Like they're not changing anything. But they really said they're basically going to leave yeah. them alone. Yeah. It would be dumb for Amazon to do anything but that in the meantime. I'd, and I'd, I forget the exact quote, but essentially it sounds like 
Again, Amazon's been sort of towing its way into the gaming industry. Yeah, for a long there was some weird quote about like if we want to get into to did you is that the quote you're you're thinking I think of? So. Something like if we wanted to get into hardware, they have a shared vision of the gaming future or gaming industry uh, is what um, Sheer. Also, if, if, if Amazon Shear. if Amazon paid in completely vested stock, that's a publicly traded high volume stock. That's as good as cash. Like mm. someone could just liquidate that. And get rid of it. That's fine. Here's the quote, actually. Uh, obviously, if we're going to be in in the devices business, we have to be thinking hard about games. Uh, this is a quote from uh, Frazzini. I'm not sure his first name. Uh, at the center of that is the customer experience, which is what's so interesting about Twitch for us. Twitch has some the same point of view. They think long term. So Amazon really thinks that Twitch is headed in a really beneficial direction, I guess, for the gaming industry. So how do you think that plays into the changes they just made? Because everybody was saying the changes they made with with audio and all that was to please YouTube. Yes. And that now not YouTube. Well, maybe we'll see a rollback of some of that. Mm. Well, Amazon, nobody understands licensing of content better than Amazon. I mean, they have Amazon Prime and they have their Fire devices and everything else and the Kindle. but I think I think it actually was done to uh, be more palatable to YouTube and to Google. I think that's why those changes were being put in place, and I think they got a lot of blowback on it. And this is total conjecture on my part. I think Amazon showed up at the last minute in the eleventh huh. hour, which is not unheard of either, and said, "Hey, we'll do it." You know, interesting. That's a lot of times why you know you hear <laughs> those articles that go out. It's like you know when you hear about something that's happening. Um, you know, th- those things ha- are, are out there because there's an interest and people are like kind of like, you know, figuring out like which way something's going to go. And then somebody else has an opportunity to come and do something big. And Amazon did something very big which, on yeah. Twitch. I mean, initially the YouTube supposedly offered, granted, it's a fuzzy number. They were talking more in the billion, which nine seven nine hundred seventy million. <laughs> that's a billion dollars. <laughs> it's a billion. It's that's 30 a million dollars. Less. That's 30 million is still a lot. It I is mean, a lot of money. It's a billion dollars. Steve Martin had a great quote about that, uh-huh. though. Uh, and he said that if you have $10 and you buy a $1 loaf of bread, you have $9. If you have a million dollars and you buy a $1 loaf of bread, you still have a million dollars. And it's absolutely, it's absolutely yeah. true. You, you know, the basic yeah. cost for things is like relative to where your position is in life. <laughs> and I, yes, $30 million is a ton of money. It is a ton of money. I mean, mm. the fact that Facebook bought WhatsApp for $18 billion, somewhere between $16 and $18 billion. You can't even figure it out. Yeah. You can't even figure it out. When you get into the numbers where if you were to give someone 1%, they would be rich, it's a pretty depressingly large amount of money. Here's what I said is a large amount of money. (laughs) If someone said, I will give you a dollar for every number that you count, how high would you get? And you would be surprised. You would not get to a billion. (laughs) You you wouldn't do it. You You would actively give up somewhere probably around like 4 million. You probably would. Yeah, I, I could pull a ripcord at four million. Yeah. I'd be happy. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably pull the, pull the ripcord at one million. I don't care. I'll walk away with it. You got? Are we setting this up right now? You got it out back. Yeah, I'm, go. actually, I'm actually going to while you're talking, I'm going to look up another stat. There's a there's a there's an actual like it just shows the difference between a million and a billion. It's the time it takes you to count to a million versus the time it takes you to count to a billion, and mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. But I'll let you keep talking while I look it up. Well, speaking of a billion, uh, EA now thinks they're going to make a billion dollars on just DLC. This next year. That's insane. That's, well, I mean, that really is very telling about the direction a lot of the industry's gone. It's just wait until they add early access on consoles. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I, uh, do you think EA's going to dip their toes into that market too? Yeah. Yeah? You if there's so? money to be made, absolutely. I thought it was crazy that um, people were talking about this. Uh, there's new Nintendo DLC for Mario Kart 8, and people were like, Nintendo does DLC now? Like, they were like <laughs> one of the last big holdouts for They've had it before, but they were one of the last big holdouts for doing things like DLC, and now they're doing it too. 
Uh, well, it's hard it's not to. It's cheap not? and it's actually very valuable what they have now, but it's only it's a slippery slope before mm-hmm. it becomes like ten dollars, like that Assassin's Creed thing that was like get those pants that are going to make you faster. <laughs> like, wait, there are fast pants. There's actually fast pants, and there was a sign for pants that make you faster. A sign. If you for, pre-order, there's a how, pre-order bonus. Where can I see the sign for fast, fast pants. pants? It's on Reddit. I'll find it for you. Find it. If I don't buy them, I, am I pantsless? Oh. Or I just got mediocre pants. Average pants. Got slow pants. Regular pants. Liar pants. And nobody They're wants to be fire. caught in those. Boom. They're so out this season. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, that's it's amazing. A billion dollars. So I guess, I mean, last time we were talking about a billion dollars was GTA Five making a billion dollars. So, uh, I mean, that's a huge number. That's, that's an entire title in addition to the title that you're already buying. Um, so I'm going to go back to my point here. So it takes you about two weeks to count to a million. Uh-huh. It would take you 50 years to count to a billion. I'll do it. Wow. Yeah, no. 50 I, years, do I, get a, get a, get, do I get a payout as we go? No. No. <laughs> that would be interesting, right? How high would you count if you had to count, and every number you counted, you get a dollar for that number, and you can only get the money once you stop? How high <laughs> would you go? Assuming, like, you can sleep and everything like that. You said a like, week for a million? A two week. weeks. Two, two weeks. Two weeks for a million. Yeah. Okay, that was, That's by including the way, eating. The, I just, for full disclosure, yeah. the site I looked at that up on, the font was Comic Sans. It looked like an educational oh. site, but I'm sure, their, I'm sure their calculations were at least somewhere in the ballpark. There's nice. that sign for pre-order Fast Pants. We'll put it up. <gasps> yeah, it's real. I'm sorry. Pants I that increase my speed. That sounds like a negative sexual aid. <laughs> <laughs> Inverse. Unless they come off really fast, like, like warm-up pants. You're in the bedroom. Like all, vel- all Velcro all the way down. Yeah. Don't say flop when you're talking about flop. taking your pants. Flop with a W, not flop with an L. I, I mean, to be flop. fair, if there was a comic panel, that was probably what would you know, follow right after that. Flop. flop. I'm so used to on the podcast using... Like, on a whenever I talk. So that Jordan has something to animate. Oh, <laughs> animate the, flop, Jordan. Yeah, the Give idea that a of shot. somebody putting... That just sounds like a bad... You know, it sounds like it's going to go bad. If you build on your hands with a flop, something has gone awry. <laughs> it just means the party's just starting. Exactly, uh, exactly right. That's where it's, it's I one. learned so much yeah. about flop today. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, before we go to PAX, is anybody mm-hmm. excited about what you're going to see at PAX? Any anticipation for what's going to come Well, I'm not going, yes. so you tell me. Well, uh, I'm not going You'll either. You'll see more than we will, because we'll be there. Fair yeah. enough. I mean, you guys. I I'll get there, the better view. But I am excited about a voyeur for September, which I was telling you about before the patch. Uh, so, Team Meet. Edmund McMillan came out with this trailer for something called A Voyeur for September. The trailer was this really weirdly cut video of someone looking in somebody else's window um, and spying on a lady. And then it was intercut with, like, moon landing footage and, like, random black and white stuff. Okay. And they said it's a live-action stealth game. They They were making it for PC, Linux, and physical um, iOS and Android and physical, whatever that means. It's debuting at PAX at the Indie Mega Booth. It's physical game. I feel right? like we're just we're witnessing the birth of Running Man or something. So weird. But then somebody figured out that a voyeur for September is an anagram for Super Meat Boy Forever. So it might be a new Super Meat Boy title. Really? They're okay. just really trying to throw you off. Yeah. Well I now what so. about all the people that are so excited about this live action stealth yeah. <laughs> slasher fic? Was was physical with a, with a capital B or lowercase B? I think it was a lowercase B. Okay, so that can mean like physical media, like digital and physical? I don't or like know. A, I would, do you, is it, or like an obstacle course. I mean, it's, it, I had another news post here about the fact that PC games have now gone to 92% DLC. Who but could have, have possibly gotten? seen that yeah, coming really. on this podcast? Who possibly could have seen that coming? <laughs> and I'm very sorry that all of you were very wrong who wrote me on Twitter 
Go fuck yourselves. Well, this is still PC. <laughs> they're not talking it. about consoles yet. <laughs> I know, I know. You know, PCs, know. you can I no longer buy so a physical. I got so much shit for saying that the future was headed towards all <laughs> digital. I just got so much shit. And it isn't really... Doesn't PC kind of lead the way for what the consoles are going to be doing? I yes. Mean, it? <laughs> yes, it does. PC Master PC Race. always leads the way. It's like the world's biggest softball right <laughs> Thank there, Thank right? you. And out of the park. <laughs> and listen, everyone's going to write to me and tell me all the reasons why you don't like physical media or why you don't like digital media. Mm-hmm. I get it. I totally get it. It's just the trends are headed that direction. Well, apparently now they have to advertise the fact that they're going to have a physical copy of it. So there you go. Yeah. I think it's to throw people off. I've never, of like a physical have you ever seen a sounds creepy. This sounds like, not, yeah, like Night I, Trap. Yeah, I think it's and... a Super Meat Boy thing. No, no, we, we act like it's a weird thing. Have you ever seen a physical copy of Super Meat Boy? I haven't. No, I'm, I think, yeah, I don't know. I thought they were making a play off the fact that the game would be physical. Because they're calling it like a, a real, like, I have to look up the actual phrase they use. Something that made it sound like you were actually going to be creeping on people. People were um, actually suggesting before they figured out the anagram that it might be a game where um, you have, like, it's on our phones. And if I s- physically see you, I can do something oh, via our phones. Yeah, yeah. This like is an AR creepy. game. Yeah, like an AR game. But um, I'm intrigued. I'm hoping but it's creepy. just Super Meat Boy. Yeah, you say you're a big fan of Super Meat Boy. Yes. You played it on the patch once before. Yes, it's so so much What if it's just you have to strap like a GoPro to your head and follow people around all day? I would do it. Yeah? (laughs) Do you remember there was a game? I love games that are... This entire building will be GoPro heavy. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, let's play. <laughs> what if the let's play for that was just a day in the office? <laughs> typing, typing, typing. Business play. meeting, business meeting. Hit Y at the right time. Oh, you missed it. Your point fails. You're no longer employed. <laughs> you had an unprofitable quarter. <laughs> Sorry, you failed the quick action, and so the patch is now over. Yep. Intended. Thanks. It is. No, it's really. It's, is it really yeah, over? No, it's it's over. over. It yeah. is. The oh. sands of time yeah. ran out quite a long time ago. Sorry, everybody. Sorry, audience. You failed the quick action. All right, we're gonna have PAX, uh, and then uh, next week um, uh, we'll be here with some people who. You'll be at PAX. You will be at Fan Expo Toronto, as well as uh, Barbara, Barbara and Lindsay. There you go, Barbara and Lindsay, who will and be then... walking around. <laughs> they, they're going to be at my booth, C forty seven, I think. Oh great! All right, might be the wrong. I might have just sent everyone to the wrong booth. But go tell see us... somebody at C twenty seven. Tell us forty seven. Some booth. Tell us what you would like to see on. 67? At PAX, and we'll make sure to go by and see it. Go and we'll see be talking about it next week on the patch. Yes. Bye now. Goodbye. Bye, They're that way.